Blog Talk Radio. This is Marty Oakley of the PPJ Gazette Online. This is the TS Radio Network, and we've got a special show tonight. Um, I'm going to be doing a series with Marcia Southwick, who has joined us as co-host tonight. And what we're going to be talking about is what I like to call invasion of the body snatchers. Um, These people are buying, and this has been going on a long time now, are buying and selling dead bodies. They break them up into parts. Um, if there was a Reuters article recently, or Reuters, however you want to say that, and I quoted from them, with, generally, a broker can sell a donated human body for about 3000 to 5000 though prices sometimes top 10000 imagine that. But a broker will typically divide a cadaver into six parts to meet customer needs. Internal documents from seven brokers show a range of prices for body parts of 3575 for a torso with legs, 500 for a head, 350 for a foot, and 300 for a spine. Now, didn't that just make your damn day? Oh, it isn't God. bad enough. It isn't bad enough that they're preying on us. We have this pack of predators operating globally, but we'll talk specifically about here in the States, called guardians. These people, I believe, are a whole different species. They are predatory in nature. They have no empathy, no sympathy. They have no concern about the torment and torture they cause other individuals as long as they can take everything they've got. And... This goes on day after day after day. Now, Friday night with Cause, we're going to be talking about these two new bills that came out, and these are nothing but fluff and buff. They don't even admit that these predators are running out there. Uh, it's it's more of the 2019 Elder Justice and Protection Act that was BS. But anyway, then to find out they're farming them into hospice, um, and basically this is a sentence to uh, death, you go into hospice, a doctor, any doctor, anywhere that has never seen you can call for futility of care. And once that happens, all medical treatment of every kind is stopped thanks to Obamacare. And by the way, it was Republicans who put this one in there. Food and water have been reclassified as medical treatment, not as a human right or necessity. So when they call futility of care and stop all medical treatment, the first thing they do is stop food and hydration. Within four days, your organs start shutting down, which is very painful. You can go two, maybe three weeks without food before you succumb to it. But they dehydrate these people. This is an extraordinarily painful process. So they come in and they shoot them with what they call a ham sandwich, Haldol, Ativan, and morphine in mega doses. And they put them in this semi-comatose state. And to the family, they say things like, they're in pain. 
You don't want him to suffer, do you? Do you? And then the other thing is, you can't give him any food and water because they've forgotten how to swallow. No, they didn't forget. You drugged them up so bad, their automatic response reflex system isn't working anymore. There's a difference. And if you take food or water into these people, you can get arrested and go to jail. Now go figure that one out. This is how badly they want those people gone. So we have this whole system in place where we are euthanizing people. We have got at least three states now, Wyoming, I think it's Wyoming, Maryland, and Connecticut, that have okayed, don't quote me on those states, but I know Wyoming and Connecticut were too, those states have made it okay to starve those that are mentally ill or suffering from dementia to death. I mean, why should you have to take care of them? And uh, we'll just go ahead and kill them because they're not perfect. We, <laughs> the other thing that's sliding in behind this, 20 states now that have made it okay to compost human bodies and add that to the bio sludge that goes into this sewer system and is then sold as fertilizer for agricultural crops. Is anybody besides me getting sick at their stomach here? It's kind of like it's a, we if have, you don't mind me interrupting, it's like toilet yes. green. Yes. Remember that movie? Yes. And then, yes, and they were feeding us back to us. Look yes. at these vaccines, yeah. oh my, human diploid cells in them. Every shot for uh, kids from zero to five years old has human diploids made from the cells of aborted fetuses. Nestle products, every one of them has human diploid cells in them. Your mayonnaise, your drinks, everything, even Aquafina, their water that they put out, has human diploid cells to make it taste better on your tongue. They are feeding us back to us. And they are composting and using us. Uh, Washington State, I believe, passed a law that you can take a human body, put it in a massive burlap bag, fill it with compost, stick it in the ground, plant a tree on top of it, and yippee, isn't that great? And the decaying body supposedly will fertilize the tree. I don't know how much further we have to be devalued. I don't know how much uglier this is going to get. But I think what you're seeing is the beginning processes, the fine-tuning of processes to dispose of bodies. I've always said the only reason they didn't blow us up and come in and murder us all is who's going to clean up the mess. And what are you going to do with a, a globe of rotting bodies? Well, hey, we got it figured out. We'll turn you into bio sludge. Um, oh, good. I think behind this vaccine, they're already saying that whistleblower came out from the CDC and said at least 48,000 people have died from these vaccines. In the next two years, they expect people to start dropping like flies from this stuff colonizing in their bodies. This is not a vaccine. They've admitted that. AstraZeneca admitted. Moderna admitted. It is. You just look at it like a, like an onboard operating system, like what's in your computer. You shouldn't mind that. But this is, we're going to see a massive die-off. We've got that they'll admit just under 1,000 babies aborted with these shots. The one autopsy that has been able to be performed because they have prohibited autopsies on people who have, excuse me, have died after this vaccine 
the ovaries of the women are filled with this, what they call a magnetoprotein. I'm wondering if the same thing isn't happening to men, only it's occurring in the testicles because they are the same as ovaries in a woman. So, I mean, there's a lot of things we need to think about here. But what we're going to be focused on tonight is the, I mean, this is the stuff out of horror movies. The idea that they are selling body parts. Who are they selling them to, Marcia, and why? Okay, okay. well, there's a huge need for researchers, you know, and so forth to uh, practice on human body parts to learn more about uh, their operations and so forth. Dentists use them, uh, you know, dental associations. Uh, They even have, this is amazing, they have conferences at major hotels like uh, Hyatt and Disney, at one of the Disney hotels. They have these big conventions where they bring in all these bodies and they have these demonstrations about how to do new operations and stuff. And they, um, and, but when you hit a knee, for example, it, it sprays all, and this is in the ballroom usually, like a big room at the hotel, and they cover the floor with plastic. And then, but, but people say, but yeah, when you get a saw into a knee, the bones fly all over the place. So sometimes they have to cover the walls and sometimes they don't do it very well. And so who knows how much human remains or infectious stuff is all over the place in, in a hotel. Maybe a baby's crawling across the floor later you know like uh it's just it's just unbelievable so basically it's a shortage of uh donors you know for science but what these people do is they when you have a transplant the transplant uh mechanism is much more regulated supposedly uh highly regulated but this is non-transplant tissue sales they call it but it's actually body parts and they don't claim to sell them. They claim that the charges are for services when somebody's donated a cadaver. So it get there's no regulation on this. There are about maybe four or five states that do do oversee it a little bit and have registries, but it's just like guardianship. They don't have any regist- national registry of these. So they operate slightly under the radar and they chop bodies up. Sometimes they just use chainsaws. They're they're not regulated at all, so they can just some of it's uh, more more uh, clean cut than others. But I mean, they've did some of the grisly discoveries they've made. There's this one guy in Detroit. They they found 40 heads at an airport. An airport worker found 40 heads in boxes. You know, and it's just so grisly. It's just unbelievable. And the way they do it is that these body brokers, they hate being called body brokers. They like, I've forgotten what they like to be called, but they go, they make associations. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Rebecca Furl was involved in something like this. They make associations <laughs> with hospitals, funeral homes, and uh, hospices, okay? They make arrangements and they, they get the uh, patients or their families to donate the body to science, but they don't know where it's going. You know, they tell them, oh, you're going to advance research. It's all great. Um, and what they, the reason people do it is usually because they can't afford a funeral. They can't afford, the, it's $7,000 for the average funeral. 
And so it's really tough for a lot of families, especially if they've had somebody who's been really ill and they've been mortgaging the house and doing all this for to, to for the medical costs. So what the body brokers do is they say, listen, we'll cremate your loved one for free. And we'll cremate the parts of the body that, I mean, the body will we'll cremate We'll donate the body to science, but then we will cremate it after it has been, you know, they've they've done the research and stuff. But they never tell them they're going to get a lot of money for each body part. They never tell them they're going to cut the body up. And they never tell them some of the places where these body parts have ended up is it's phenomenal. Um, like one guy, I guess he was in Arizona. I mean, this is very common. The body broker says, oh, you know, it's going to be all for research, it's blah, 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 and, you know, they'll study Alzheimer's or whatever it is. And then um, and then it turns out that the body ends up being used in the Army. The Army buys them, not knowing where they've come from, really, but they just buy them. And, and, and they use them for roads to test roadside bombs to see what the damage is. I mean, it's crazy. Like one guy sold 20 yeah, bodies is, that way. And, and, uh, and so Reuters, Reuters decided, okay, let's just uh, – they did a great investigative series, as you know. So they decided, okay, yeah. let's see how hard it is to get a body part. So they found an advertisement in Tennessee, some guy advertising, and they ordered a spine and a couple of heads, and there were no questions asked. They just – Suddenly in the mail, get these two heads and a serve. In spine. the mail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just oh ordered God. it from the guy. A couple of email exchanges, and then they get this stuff. And then, you know, it, and I looked on Instagram today, and they are selling skulls and bones, and they carve the skulls and things. And there are all these carved skulls for sale on Instagram. And I think eBay quit that in 2016. They had they had stuff like that, but it is really macabre. It's just researching this is just you know, oh, it just seems like from the moment you're born until the moment you die, somebody's after you. Somebody wants something from you, and then finally they get you. They get all of you. That's what it. That's what I. You know. Um, it, it's like it's not enough to ruin our lives. I got to ruin our deaths too. I wonder, right. Marcia, how many of these people that die under guardianship that the family doesn't find out about for two, three months, or that the guardian takes over supposedly the funeral and doesn't tell the family? Right. Later. I wonder if those people aren't actually sold. Um, That's what I'm wondering too. Hospice is a great one. Hospice, yeah, hospice is a great one. Of, Yep. This this yep. one and guy. And they won't let the family uh, have the body. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it, it's it's it could be it'd be interesting to test April Parks's the ashes because a lot of these people. Okay, so they you know they go to the funeral home and there's this body broker there who says, listen, we have an option. We can offer cremation for free if you donate the body. And so they do. And, you know, that's how they get them. They offer this free cremation. And then, of course, what they do is they chop up the body. Then they cremate maybe a hand, okay? And they put it in an urn along with a bunch of sand. 
And when they examined the, the remains, they found out indeed it was sand. They really didn't have, you know, the ashes that they thought they had. Meanwhile, they tracked like a shoulder in Chicago and a, you know, and a and a, a, a torso in Turkey. Go, they ship them all over the world because there are a lot of cultures that don't allow desecration of bodies. Uh, you know, a lot of Muslim countries right. and so forth. They don't. That's you can't desecrate a body. So they buy the parts for medical and research and all this stuff from the USA. It's just crazy. Oh and God. only I think they tried to regulate it in 2019. They had a bill. It didn't go anywhere. I don't believe. And now, just in June, there's a new one. So this is still going on. It's not like this died after this investigation. It's it's just amazing to me that this can go on. So there and there's one company. Uh, it, it's an, it was in Phoenix. This is quite a while back, but. They had a business model, and they said, we're going to do this so that every cut is uniform. No more chainsaws, no more just ripping heads off. We're going to do it with precision so that everybody and every part is alike. And he said, it's just the way, you know, a, a McDonald's operates. When you have a hamburger, he literally said this, when you get a Big Mac, it's going to taste like a Big Mac whether you're in Louisiana or San Francisco. And, you know, I mean, and so they just did this. They sort of, they, they just handled, they made so much money. They made something like $27 million in three years. They bought all these houses and yachts. They had, uh, in five years, they had 17,000 bodies and sold or leased 51,500 body parts. And, you know, this is a couple, and they own a plane, and they have luxury homes in Hawaii and Telluride, and then they sold their company to a private equity firm. Do you believe that? I just about believe anything these days. I know just, it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's Marcia, one of these things, and I hate even bringing this into it, but these damn churches – one more person spouts Bible scripture at me or said, yeah. don't worry, God's fixing everything. Well, he, yeah, if right. he is. Tonight he's not fixing this. Me. He's not yeah, fixing this. He's not fixing anything. And uh, yeah. But I don't know how far we have to go down before people realize we are nearing the bottom. You, This is the most grotesque. Isn't it? I mean, I couldn't believe it when I started I, reading about it. I just couldn't well, believe it. And this, the, and the case some that, years ago, they passed that. Go ahead, Marcia. Oh, the one case that really bothered me was in southern Nevada. See, they can't get these people because there's no real law against it. You can't. It's okay to chop up a body and send it around. You're not supposed to be making money off it, but do it like fees, like guardian fees. You know, I don't mean to make the comparison too strong, but um, anyway, there was this. In uh, southern Nevada, this guy had a company, and he ran it out of his house, basically, in his garage. And the neighbors noticed these bloody boxes in dumpsters, you know, and, and they, they said, oh, what is this? And so they complained to the health department, and the health department came, stopped by, and he was out in his front lawn 
hosing down a torso. This is true. Hosing down a torso and the liquids from the torso were uh, dripping down the, uh, the driveway and into the gutter and going down past a couple of shops and, and a school. And, and the guy, uh, they couldn't arrest him because he wasn't supposedly wasn't doing anything wrong, but they cited him for pollution, for minor pollution uh, uh, infraction. Do you believe that? Unbelievable. Anymore, I'd believe anything. I, you yeah. Know, this is this stuff one really, out of horror movies. Yeah. It really is. This, this, stuff out of horror movies, and, and here this, we are. And the, then there's a case in, uh, there's a case in Phoenix, Phoenix seems to be a big place for this kind of stuff. Authorities mm. finally hauled away 10 tons of frozen human remains. 10 tons. 281 oh heads, which were all just stacked. They weren't nothing. They weren't wrapped. They were just stacked in a freezer. Two, two, 281 heads, 241 shoulders. Shoulders seem to be a big one. 337 legs and 97 spines. And he only Ugh. got probation. This guy only got probation because he sold diseased body parts with HIV and hepatitis in them. And that's the only reason oh my he God. got nailed. Yeah. Yep. And you know, he, I he, told he's you, the one who sold all those. Yeah. Go ahead. What was that? No, that's okay. Hey. I told you I had interviewed that Barry Taub from Alabama. Now he had been on mortician? CBS when the yes he had been on CBS. Okay. This is how I found him on their whistleblower show, which they finally folded because they got caught in too much crap on it. And um, yeah, uh, but they basically were trying to make out all the whistleblowers that came on there, make them out to be only doing it. Because there was a reward. Most of them never oh, see a dime. Right. Never see a not. dime. And yep. he was a mortician and with a long and stellar career. And he started noticing that bodies were that were brought in uh, to be prepared for death, for burial, were missing their bones and tendons and other things. So he mentioned it to wow. a friend of his who said, wait a minute, that's not supposed to happen. You need to go to the FBI. And he says, well, I, well, I don't know how to go to the FBI. He said, I got a friend that works there. Referred him over to this guy. He goes in and shows the guy the evidence he's got and everything. Well, they filed suit. The feds filed suit against this funeral home and mm-hmm. its owner. And, um, uh, of course, Barry lost his job and cannot oh, get a wow. job in that business anywhere now. And um, but uh, on that case, there, you get three percent of whatever the federal government recovers, and so right. he was supposed to. He was awarded one point four million, and mm-hmm. so they kept asking him on CBS, "Well, what are you going to do with that money? What are you going to?" He said, "I've never gotten any money." Well, you're going to. Get, he's never mm-hmm. gotten a dime. Most whistleblowers never see a dime. Right. Um, if anything was paid, the attorney sucked it up, and now we have states, Maryland being the last one to pass a law taxing whistleblowers at the state level and we already have that's the coup de gras on a whistleblower is even if you get something or even if you don't even if the you IRS don't, comes taxed. after you 
Wow. You're still taxed as if you received it. And they will tax them far and beyond the value of whatever they, they don't were want anybody whistleblowing, that's for sure. That's right. right? It's the last bitch slap. Yep. And well, it's so and I had had Barry on the show, and he said, what they're doing is grotesque. He said, it's grotesque, and they have no right to do it. Now, under the Anatomical Gift Act, you can donate mm-hmm. your body to science, or you can do this, that, or something else. And on your driver's license, it asks you, do you want to be an organ donor? Even if you yep. check no, you're still an organ donor. And What? Wow. Everybody's, oh, yes. Unless you go into the DMV, there's a special form you have to fill out. Is that absolutely right? Absolutely prohibiting them from using you. Just checking that on your license doesn't work. We found that out from Dr. Byrne, who came on the uh, Murdered by Hospice shows. And he that said, you cannot sense. rely on that because if you, even if you check no on there, they'll do it anyway. And, but this thing, you know, I understand we need transplantable organs, but they have made it so difficult for people to donate. Like, you know, many people donate a kidney and, mm-hmm. or they'll do something else that somebody needs, but they can't profit from it. Right. They can't sell their right. kidney. Okay. But the hospital can sell it. Right. Once they take it out right. of your body, they consider it their possession and they can sell it and they charge the person who needs the kidney. Oh, a huge and, um, amount of money. Huge amount. I yes. was reading that in Thailand and all these places there are there they they uh get people to come and donate saying, you know, usually they're poor and they need money and so they yes. go to these whatever, you know, for t- and they say just take my kidney, I'll, you know, that, uh, yeah. and they promise them all this money and of course they never get it and then they turn around and sell it for i don't know like 50 grand or something even more for yeah. some of these parts it's just yeah. you know oh, it's a totally the, underground what, creepy thing it it's is just, and what it, they're charging what they are charging for these organs to transplant um i don't want to stir up a hornet's nest here but you know king trump so the night before I did a show with um, Arlene Mullins on Dialysis Advocates, and it was oh, our yeah. shows were focused on the, how they screw people over in, in dialysis. And mm-hmm. he signed an executive order to make organ uh, more more kidneys available, but organs in general for transplant is supposedly to smooth everything. And I had the order sent to me. See, this is what he did. Well, what people don't know. Is that an executive order? That page they flash up there that he signs—that's just a cover sheet. The actual order mm-hmm. usually is many, many, many pages long. Right. And what right. this did was it empowered the hospitals to, at their convenience, and do whatever they wanted to do, and they could even forcibly take a kidney from someone if that person owed them money. And in order what? to repay a hospital oh, bill, they forcibly oh. take your kidney. Yeah, it, it's an ugly, ugly business. Um, this is the idea that, like, if you needed a kidney, kidney and we were a match, I couldn't just donate you a kidney. Right. Uh, first off, the hospital will offer to remove my kidney for free. Oh, wow. Oh, I that's see. so nice of them. Oh, how nice. But they're going <laughs> to. Mm-hmm. 
but they're going to sell that kidney to you before they put I it see. in you. And I this see. will cost I you see. many, 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 many thousands of dollars. Yes. And, yes. Um, but see, that's the way that is. And, um, but it's just, we don't do anything for the good of mankind. We, we just don't do it. It's all about but money. Like say, Everything not, is about money. Yes. Everything is about money. And, and this, this whole structure of the body broker business, it's, it's so similar in a way to what happens. Uh, I don't mean to compare the gruesomeness or anything, but guardianship isn't regulated either. And that's the problem. That's why no. you have people falling through the cracks and you have all this is because there's just no federal. There should be federal something. And they haven't done it with this issue either with this they're called non-transplant yeah. tissue companies and mm-hmm. they claim yeah. to be dealing with tissue and sometimes they even tell the families oh we're just going to take tissue samples and of course then they do this other thing and the betrayal that these people feel i mean you yeah. know the families they find out their their son was used a roadside bomb experiments come on you know yeah it's so well you, you know, I this just is wonder what, what happened to what the, I'm saying. The, yeah. Go ahead. It's a tendency. Well, this is what I'm saying. These, the, yes, the, these people that have been in guardianship and they die and the family is not notified for, like I say, sometimes months right. later that the person has died. And then yeah, and they, they, get they the set up funeral yeah. arrangements. Well, they don't. Yeah. They set up mm-hmm. funeral arrangements when arrangements were already made. And right. supposedly they have this ceremony and this burial but there's no evidence it ever happened and i'm yes, wondering if this is yes. an exact right what's going on i know they're selling them i i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if there was some of that going yeah. on with some of the creepier elements of you know because guardianship i don't think everybody's bad i really don't i think there are some good people but you know you don't hear about i don't hear about them because we don't get letters from them good you know about good guardians well but when they Marcia, but the group holds in the yeah I know you I've don't heard this it. for years about they're not they're 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 not all bad bring me one just one I know I know I know I've well, heard some I I actually have heard some cases that worked out I at the New Mexico Supreme Court people wrote in letters about the guardianship system and most of them were just awful and they were from victims but there were one or two that said. You know, without this guardian helping my parent, I couldn't. I couldn't have gone through this. I couldn't have done this. So there, you know. Wow. But uh, maybe that's a fake one. Who knows? That could even be fake. Yeah. No, I don't there know. There you go. But I, I, I think you can't just. Ass- I think you can't assume that everybody's evil. There are plenty of bad right. doctors and really creepy lawyers and really creepy dentists and really creepy people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a lot. There are a lot more than I ever thought were possible. It, it, the more I look at this kind of thing, the more I think of, you made me think of this, human beings as commodities. We're now commodities. Yes. And every way yes. we turn, we're taken advantage of. I mean, from just everywhere you look, you know, down from you know, your electrician charging you down to your body parts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. But I remember when employers, you know, I was a young woman at the time, but when we went from going to the personnel department to we went to human resources 
And that really oh, struck me odd at the time. Why would you yeah. call us human resources? This is like, say, in our machine shop, you know. You're and right. I started seeing, yeah, over the years where the government referred to us as human capital. Um, you know, oh, the greatest yeah. product we have in this country is its people. Is people. Um, is you know, the human capital yeah. in this situation. And I saw banks picking this up. Uh, the human investment, the human capital. And I thought, Ugh. well, what other kind of, inve- you know, <laughs> what do you invest yeah, like, in? Yeah, like, yeah. what? And, uh, yeah, it's really the, something. The way it was done, it was like it was something separate. But we have been commodified. They take our kids on the one end and sell them and trade them and forcibly adopt them out. That A kid taken by CPS in any state is worth many times his weight in gold. Oh, yeah. By the time oh, he's yes. sold yep. through that system. And the same thing with the it's elderly. It's crazy. Even somebody yes. said there was like you, you, uh, there was a doc, there was a documentary on the child protective services. It was really a good one with all these lawyers and and professors and stuff. And they said um, that each kid. And this was a while back, so it might even be worse now. But they said, I don't know if it's true, but I suspect it is, that surrounding each kid in the foster care system are one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars in jobs. You know what I mean? Like, yes. So the person, it's kind of like a guardianship where you have all these people surrounding the person. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have the psychiatric services, you have the medical diagnosis and all the pharmaceuticals that they give the kid. And they give the kid for every diagnosis, right. they they get more money and all this stuff. And uh, And I think part of it is the private companies merging and doing business with public agencies to get them money. So you have that company Maximus, you know, and Maximus does nothing, but it does nothing but for the agencies, it gets them federal money and then takes a cut. And so they apply for all this federal money. They know how to do it and they make money in that direction. And then they also work for the federal government to, to stop payments, to, you know, to, to say, right. to turn them down and say, you know, so they're working both sides of the, of the coin. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. And they call kids revenue generators and they yes. also call them units. They call them Yes, units. and merchandise. And merchandise. It's just unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. And it's all true. Well, it sounds like it can't be true, but it's been really well researched that these things are, well, are really said, happening. Someone had said to me, well, a lot of people end up in guardianship, um, you know, um, and, and they don't have a big estate. No, they don't. But in that local yeah. community, they're worth their weight in gold between medical yeah. providers, pharmacies, therapists, uh, housing, nursing homes, um, whoever, oh, yeah. social services. They are worth a fortune. Yes. And in, in you, just Medicaid alone. Involved. Yeah. Yes. And that one and running up there that Mary and, going. Yeah. Oh, and I don't. Who's doing I, business yeah, on volume. 1,700 Yeah, 1,700 words? Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How could she get and, away uh, with that? That's in Michigan, right? Both. They, yeah, yes. In Detroit. Oh, the judges to that one in particular keeps uh, handing them to her, and uh, mm. it's it's just absolutely. I don't know. 
such a uh, the whole but, thing but, is sick, and I say now my hackles are on end, <laughs> you know, because I'm thinking, wait a minute, what about what about these people that the family, you know, they say isn't notified they're dead till months later. Or they change yep. funeral arrangements, yep. a thing where they're always arranging mm-hmm. funerals, even though they had funeral plans in place. Right. What they're really charging more, there? like seven or 8000 more for yep. the, the – right when they get them. I, I found this out. There was a case in Pinellas County. Right away when they get the person, they, they do the – they charge for the future funeral fees. Yeah. I mean, yes. you know, you'll look at the court docket and it'll say – Funeral fees. Well, this is right two yeah. weeks after you got a hold of the person. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. It's yeah. just... Uh... It's just... It's, <laughs> yeah, there is, something is going on. Something is going on. And um, it, I, it just I just... feels like a wave it, of it, it, evil that's unbelievable. Yes. It's just this wave of say, Where are these churches? Uh, you know, in yeah. the guardianship case, I've gone to many, many churches and said, this is a member of your church and they need your support. Oh, we can't get in that. That's political. No, it's not political. It's human rights. Right. That's what it's you're supposed rights. to be about. Oh, I, I, can't, yeah. I can't. We can't get in that. You know, well, don't expect any more donations either. And um, yeah, really. But, you know, I see this stuff all the time. They won't help. Um, they'll scream about abortion, but I haven't heard one of them say anything about this nearly 1,000 aborted babies due to these vaccines. Uh, yeah. They're, they're not and, saying and a that's word another, about these women. The yeah. fetus selling, go, there's a gray area yeah. also oh in the fetus business, yep. and n- nobody talks about that, but it's it's they in some of these cases they found fetuses too. A little, you know, there were yes. like in bottles and things, and and they're you know usually, that uh, usually they're usually sold to yeah. vaccine companies, manufacturers, and it's like almost all of them vaccines have human DNA in them from an aborted fetus, yeah. usually a female. So when you see a cell line that says, you know, a vaccine cell line that says it was made from uh, from W three three two cell line, that means. We went through 332 aborted fetuses before we got the cell line to grow. And, you know, they sell it with babies. They sell body parts and everything else and these live abortions that they're doing. (laughs) Guess where those babies are going? And uh, it just, yeah, uh, it's just incredible. It's like we're living with a bunch of of ghouls. Yeah, it's like a lack of dignity. It's a lack of morality. It's a lack of anything that I ever thought could possibly happen in my lifetime. I never thought that these things happened. And over the past, I'd say 10, 15 years maybe, I've started to look Mm -hmm. deeper. And it's sort of like you're in the matrix, you know, and then you suddenly take take whichever pill it is, the red pill or the blue pill, I forget. But you see the real world suddenly. And it's just, uh, it's really distressing. And when I came across this, I first came across that one case I was telling you about where the guy was hosing down a torso in the front yard and didn't get in trouble. I mean, I I just thought, what? You know? And uh, and sure enough, you dig deeper, there was a guy in New Mexico who did all this stuff. And they couldn't get him either. He had, they found uh, all these bodies, uh, 
in Kansas, he had, you know, a lot of these people take stuff over the border and they get stopped and yeah. they see all these heads and they, so they investigate them. They can't really do much because there's no regulation and I don't know. And, and anyway, so this guy, yeah. he found, they found like 10 heads in a truck in Kansas city. Oh my God. And uh, yeah. And he, they, they got him for fraud because he didn't tell families or something. He didn't have them sign the forms or whatever. He just did it, I guess. Yeah. But he's still, but now he works as a used car salesman in Albuquerque. Well, imagine that. Imagine that. Ah, yeah, it's yeah. a little similar. Used car parts, right? Yeah. <laughs> this one professor, this, this one professor said, heads of lettuce, selling a head of lettuce yeah. is more regulated than a real head. So oh it's God. easier to just, yeah, yeah, they have to pass all this inspection stuff for lettuce, not for transferring human bodies and body parts. Yeah. It's unbelievable. My God. That yeah. is, that is just what, incredible. And the de- it's incredible devaluation it, of, oh. yes. Well, and, you know, and they, we talking, you know, as I told you earlier when we talked, uh, when we blew up Liz, Libya for no apparent reason, I and mean, they wouldn't let the mm-hmm. oil cartels in. Um, right. After that was all over, here they are, advertising with video, and an announcer the selling of these young Libyan men, twenty fifteen to twenty five, and they are in wire crates, jammed into oh these God. wire crates. They're bragging <sighs> that they got. Buyers coming in from all over the world because the darker your melanin in your skin, the more transplantable your organs are. So they had buyers coming in from all over the world. Um, And these young men were being sold for this. And the rest of them they were selling as slaves. And, of course, they had buyers for them too. But this thing, it's like something is missing from us as as a population. I agree. Something, yeah. something is gone. Something is missing, and these predators, and and I call them predators because this is exactly what they are. They prey well, on the rest. Yeah. This is no different than a vulture picking over a carcass in a exactly. road. Exactly, that's it, correct. These people are that's vultures. Correct. They have, like I say, no sympathy, no empathy. They don't care the pain and distress, the torture, the torment they may cause you and your family. They don't care. Oh, it's unbelievable. They don't yeah, care. These people are devastated. Yeah, they're devastated. It, it's mm-hmm. just, it, you know, I mean, awful. And then in China, I was reading a while back that uh, they are executing prisoners, uh, lining oh, them man. up for donors. They've got them all lined up before they ever shoot them. And sometimes they don't. Oh. This is the Falun Gong that they're really going after. Um, you know that mm-hmm. that uh, religious group that ju- it just believes in meditation. It's a very sweet group, yeah. And they've considered them a cult, and so they're all oh. these prisoners, and they're just using them for donate for uh, for um, organ organs. And oh my God! Then people from all over the world come to China to get organs because they don't have them in where they are. You know, they're just not. In the U.S., they're not available. And so, you know, I saw one doctor interviewed who said to his patient who was going to China, he said, well, you know, I mean, they might, you don't know where that, the organ is coming from. It could be coming from 
you know, not good human rights involved. And he said, mm-hmm. look, I'm dying and I need an organ and I just don't care. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, you can't blame the patient, but even so, <laughs> the whole trade is just, yeah. it's shocking. It's disgusting. And, uh, it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, China is very scary what they do over there. That is so scary, you know. Yeah. Well, and you know the thing is, the the I find it suspect. Uh, like with guardianship, the federal government says, "Well, we can't get into that state's business." Really? Really? Well, you give them yeah. all kinds of money through block grants mm-hmm. and uh, other programs. You funnel into right. the state. And uh, what do you mean you can't get into it as state? You use this. This is why money is always offered every time the federal government wants to do something. The states yeah, might buck up against money. and say, wait a minute, that's that's a constitutional violation. Oh, well, right. here's some money. And so once yeah. the state takes the federal money, now this, the feds can come in, whatever agency or department is representing them, can come in and implement what they then openly call their business plan. And your state is forced oh to Lord. abide by it because they took the bribery money. And that's what funding I is. See. It's bribery money. And yeah. so they, could, they have got their fingers in enough in the states that if they wanted anything to do with this, but see, this is performing a service for them because the elderly people are dying at a much faster rate than they would naturally. And that gets them off of social security rolls, off of Medicare, off of Medicaid, uh, reduces the count. So they really don't care. It seems crazy to think that way, but everything points and a lot, too many things point in the direction of just pure profit that, You just have to look now. Yep. You have to look at, okay, who's going to profit from X and Y? And yep. what are the conflicts of interest? And what, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They are proposing a new well, bill, federal bill. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. With uh, Elizabeth one? Warren and Casey. They're proposing yeah. a new yeah. guardianship bill. Um, who knows? You know, I don't know. They're going to, oh, I, I, I really don't, I haven't them, read it. The other one was by, by Nadler out of New Jersey. Uh, or New York, oh, what was that one like? from, but he put out a, yeah. it, it's the same stuff as the 2019 Elder Justice and Protection Act. Yes. Blah, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. A reiteration of state and federal laws against wiretap scams and all of this stuff um, oh, against right. the elderly. Yeah. And then in the middle of that bill <laughs> was a, to, uh, we are oh, going to fund this. and further empower. And here's a list of every agency we fight constantly, plus about 30 mm. more. And then mm. because we had raised hell with them over this, down at the bottom in a little box, it says, the DOJ has been charged with developing model legislation on guardianship. No, yes. no, yes. no. Uh, you know, exactly. non-delegation doctrine yeah. addresses that specifically. Right. You, as the legislators, cannot transfer, transfer your lawmaking authority to any other agent or agency. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I got into it with the DOJ about that. I said, you you need to kick this back to them because I said, this, this is going to fall on its face for one thing. And you know, as people who are supposed to be the, the arbiters of the law, the last word, you know, you're not allowed to do this. Yeah. And well, there, so it's interesting because we never saw anything well, about them. Yeah. Yeah. There was the, there uh, in 2019, I think it was Susan Collins who had a bill 
called the Guardianship Accountability Act. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it never got anywhere, but it basically, uh, I've forgotten exactly what it does, but it does provide for money for data. But, you know, I think it was Elizabeth Warren who said, there's data out there. Why do oh, yeah. we have it? I mean, social, social Security has data. The Veterans Administration has yep. data. The IRS has data. Everybody every has these, data on guardianship. Every one of these courts has data. And this thing about, yep. well, you know, we haven't collected it. We can't afford to. What do you mean? Hit the button on that keyboard. Um, yeah, that's right. What you have to do. Oh, we don't have room to store it all. You have more storage space than any 20 people exactly. might have. Don't tell me yep. you don't have storage space. There's I've no heard all excuse. the excuses. Yep. I've There's heard them no all. no excuse and for this. It's yeah. just ridiculous. But see, the, the lie is, is that Government Accountability Office, the GAO, yeah. the first time I saw anything from them was 2010. They looked at yeah, 5,500 cases. Yes. Yep. And they issued their ruling that the majority of these cases, approximately 90%, were by professional fiduciaries who were yeah. creating problems. I saw that. I thought, yes. damn, they actually said something. Three days yep. later, they flipped that and said it was family and community members. And oh, are you that serious? Was I didn't know that. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> and I wow. pleaded to them over that. And, of course, they, you know, wouldn't respond or anything. But I wanted them to know that I noticed. And, and, uh, but, see, they, they do. They, um, they all collect Marty, I'm really sorry. My dog went crazy. Can you hear her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. But uh, okay. they sure. are collecting information on us constantly about everything. They're surveilling us, our phone calls, our text messages, our emails, our snail mail, what we bought at the mm-hmm. grocery store. That's why they want you to use a card. What did you buy? How much was it worth? Are you buying more than your wow. income says you could? Yeah. You know, the IRS yeah. will come after you. Um, but everything we do is surveilled, tracked, monitored, and that you can't tell me they don't know. Yeah, they, yeah. They know. Yeah. Huh? Yes, I agree. I I, I agree with that. There, it's just it's just nuts. It's just nuts. It's uh. So there's a lot that they're just not revealing. It, it, nobody's. Uh, I don't know. Well, the part Hello? thing that is, Marcia, oh, you can't trust. Yeah. yeah. You can't trust these people. You can't no. trust any of them. And when it comes to politicians, it, I say this over and over, if their mouth's open and sound's coming out, they're lying. And yeah. I don't think any of them, uh, I think Elizabeth Warren is the closest we've had, Rand Paul and yeah. his father, Ron Paul. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. He, but the he rest read of the, people, uh, yeah, he really yeah, read the ahead. riot act of Fauci the other day, didn't he? Was that today? You I heard I, that, right? When yeah, Rand Paul just, yeah. oh, he I just he went reamed. after Fauci. Oh, he reamed him. It was just, and Fauci just got so furious, he couldn't stand it, you know, and he couldn't really argue oh, wow. with anything other than, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't, and he, yeah. of course he knows what he's talking about. But anyway, it was interesting. Yeah. It was very, very interesting. Wow. So. Well, that's a man I yeah, think it's should sort of, be in prison. Yes. Yes. I well, think, you know, I think uh, him and Gates right along with him. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of this game we played in school. 
it was called Opposite Day. And what you were supposed to do oh, yeah. is you wore your shirt backwards, you wore your skirt backwards, you said no when you meant yes, and you said the opposite of what you meant. And it's almost like this, the way I'm feeling now for the past, especially since the pandemic, is that everything feels like opposite day. You know, everything yeah. feels like it's the reverse of what it seems. And it's just a really disconcerting, almost reality-shaking sort of realization yeah. that things really are not the way they seem. They really aren't. In fact, no. a lot of times, it's the opposite of the way it looks. Yeah. You know? Yep. Well, and, and that's uh, the so thing, Marcia. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so, for example, when these uh, it, it, when these body brokers are in a funeral home, what they say to the families, oh, you know, body donation, it's so wonderful because you're contributing to science and, you know, you're going to, we're going to take your, your uh, knee, replace your knee, your body and fit, maybe we'll figure out what happened to your this, that, and the other thing. And of course, then they, they do something entirely different. And I think there's so much of that going on where what, what looks to be true really isn't, it's really more sinister than we think. It just feels that way to me. It feels uh, sinister. Yeah, it just. Would you um, agree? Uh, yeah, I, I I totally agree. I I don't know what's happened to us, and it's not just us here in the U.S. It's happening around the right? globe. But I agree. Know, before this whole thing with this virus, when it first started, you there was a doctor that came out. I think he was on CNN. But he said, no mm-hmm. one should want to live past the age of 75. What's the point? Oh, I remember that. This Harvard Excuse guy. Me? Yeah, there yes. was a, Yes. Yeah, yeah, he had an article yes. in the Atlantic. Then, remember that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yep. well, terrible. Then, you know, uh, this other doctor came out on CNN. Uh, I, if I watch anything, that's what I watch because I absolutely cannot stomach Fox yeah. or Newsmax or anything. Yeah, I can't stuff. either. But, I can't. Uh, and I can't hardly watch mainstream news anyway i can't even watch but i can't at guy, all i don't yeah. this guy said um he says now don't be alarmed if a lot of elderly people start dying after this vaccination what the hell do you mean don't be alarmed what you, don't be that? alarmed yeah oh. yeah you know they're oh, old Lord. and they're going to die anyway and they're at the end oh. of their lives so you know they get this shot they die oh, you yeah, shouldn't that, be was concerned. that a guy from that was a guy from Texas, right? I think yes, I remember that. He yes. said, yes, I remember that. Oh, he was disgusting. Yeah. And he said, wouldn't you yep. want to give your life for the younger person? Something like that, right? Your life yeah. isn't, you know, if you're old, you, you want to step aside and let the young people kind of yeah. take over the universe. Yeah. Say, really? Yeah, no, for thanks. you. <laughs> no. I'd like to yeah. live my own life. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, oh. But yeah, this has just been... I mean, there were little markers all along and everything. And, you know, this business about, like, organ transplant. If if this is a donated organ, whether off a cadaver or, yeah. well, you can't transplant from a dead person. No. No. Yeah. If you can't charge for your own organ, why should the hospital right. be able to? Yeah, you know, and, um, and there was one know, guy. There was one guy in all this Reuters stuff I was looking at. There was this one guy who said, "I want to donate my body parts and and make some money for my family," you know. And he couldn't do that, mm-hmm. right? 
He said, I want to sell no. it my body parts to the army, you know? Yeah. That is just disgusting. Just disgusting. It's horrifying. And, you know, like I say, you see this happening all over the world. You spoke about China. And, you know, as yeah. I told you earlier, and I know I'm going to catch some wrath behind this, but, you know, Israel, God help us. Um, yeah, what's going on there? The soldiers, they're shooting children from the tops of buildings. Oh. And oh. then they're using them for organ harvesting. And Netanyahu, oh. they call the butcher of Palestine. Yeah. Netanyahu said, yeah, they do that. But he said, so what? They're animals. And he said, they're nothing That's but animals. pretty much, it's pretty much the attitude. The attitude is that. Yes. Uh, it's the dehumanization of of yes. everyone. It's it's some kind, and I yes. don't understand it. I don't understand it. I, I I just never. I mean, I know that you know we've imprisoned the Japanese and all these things. We've done horrible things, but somehow this feels more a cultural. Feels more yes. Like it's okay to exploit people. It's it's a it's sort of like a, a survivalist. Uh, what is it? A, Dar- a social Darwinism or something gone horribly yeah. wrong where it's survival of the fittest and who cares about the other person? It's just yeah. incredible yeah, to about me. It. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, that, how these guardians. To be... Yeah. Go I ahead. mean, I remember in the guardian, the friend of mine that was in guardianship, you know, they, he had a girlfriend of 14 years and they just took mm-hmm. her photo out of his house. They took his phone so he couldn't call her. They said yeah. her house yep. was her house was unsafe, which it wasn't. So he couldn't visit, and you know it just it, it was so cruel. And I think Brittany is. She, do you think she's going to change things? Yes, and um, I do too. Because this got too big, uh, and yeah. it took her speaking out in that courtroom. Uh, yep. You know, uh, I think what people were really incensed by was the fact that she couldn't marry, she couldn't have any, couldn't take out an IUD. You know, they were forcibly medicating her. And she's supposedly so incapacitated that they are doing all this to her, but she had to work. And uh, she had to perform. She had a 104-degree temperature at one show, and they made her perform. I mean, that is, it's like forced labor. It really is. And yes. she said, I feel like it's I've been slave. something like sex trafficking, yes. she said, you know? Well, that, that's and, just um, it. You know, it's it's bondage. It's bondage. It's servitude. Yes. And, yes. Uh, you know, it, it's a form of slavery. Uh, like I say, she's forced to, maybe she doesn't work in the cotton field, but she sure had to work that stage in Las Vegas. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, uh, and support all these. Know, she said, I've been supporting all these yes. people. I'm sick of it. She said, I'm sick yep. of it, you know? Yep. It's unbelievable. And it, but so what do you think is going to happen? Well, well, I think it was interesting least... that the ACLU came out with that amicus brief. I don't know, uh, you know, saying that she needed to be able to hire her own attorney and that supportive yep. decision-making should be considered. I thought that was interesting because usually the ACLU doesn't get involved in these cases, does it? No. No, they don't. I didn't think so. And uh, – but that's in the, what what should have hit everybody with that announcement was she has a right to choose her own counsel anyway. Yeah. But yes. you go into probate, and probate is not a court of law. It is a tribunal. No. 
and they right. specifically made it a tertiary court system or tribunal system yeah. to avoid the law, to avoid the Constitution. And see, if right. you couldn't really take them even into civil court because in civil court, you had to have suffered injury or is your property been damaged? You know, it has to be something like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, your name had to be damaged. You know, whatever the deal is. Yeah. And so, but that's civil court. Well, you couldn't take anybody in there legally. They did it, but they weren't supposed to. And yeah. so the other side was criminal. Well, you haven't committed any crime. So you can't yeah, be charged. You haven't broken any laws. Yeah, so it's they created these and tribunals. She, and, yeah, and yeah. a lot of people think that, uh, I think experts too, say it's going to be pretty hard to charge her dad with conservator abuse because he probably operated within the parameters of his job. There is no parameters, you know, so, that's the thing. Right. Yeah, there right. is no it's parameters. Total control. There is no, it's total control. Yes, it's, it's total awful. control. Yeah. You own that person. Yep. And see, and this is what happens, I keep telling people, when you get into this probate situation, you are stripped of your legal capacity. And what yep. that means is you have lost the right to your own identity, your name, mm-hmm. your right you know, as a living, breathing human being, and you are, yep. in fact, now merchandise. And they yep. don't follow the rules of evidence, the code of civil procedure. Due process is rarely, if ever, afforded to anyone. You cannot get a trial by jury because this is not a court of law. Yeah. And yeah. so you have to, you know, if people understand what you're dealing with there. And the second thing that's taken from you by extension is the loss of legal agency, and that's the right to conduct your own business. And yes. uh, yes. you can't do, can't do that. Don't exist anymore. And yeah. this is, you know, it's Oh, and they're conservators that take over businesses. They're conservators oh, yes. that take over businesses. It's disgusting. You know? Well, that's what, Jamie, that's what uh, Jamie yep. Spears did, basically. Um, yeah. Boy, is she mad, too. She's so mad. Brittany, oh, I mean, she is. She and, is fighting mad, and and you know, I think it's a lot of it's the free Brittany movement, you know, that that really yeah. brought it to this point. So yeah, I don't know because they Pretty had amazing. her cornered. You know what I'm saying? They had yes. her cornered, and yep. you know, and just because she she did have a bad episode here 13 years ago, yes, she did, and so what? Who of us hasn't had yeah. one of those? And, right. uh, you know, where you things you just got overwhelmed or whatever. Uh, and so you strip a woman of all of her rights, her name, her identity, her profession, Justin. her assets. Yep. Yeah. And, yep. Um, you know, it just. Just unbelievable. Yeah. And the, unbelievable. It is. And she even describes that she couldn't get a cup of coffee when she wanted. She couldn't, you know, there were all these right. things. Her father supervised every relationship. He was obsessed with making, yeah. keeping her under control. And yep. I wonder, I think probably what will happen is he won't get criminally prosecuted. I, I kind of doubt it, but maybe if he, if he, if he stole from her, yes. In other words, if he yeah. started writing checks on her account for himself or buying certain things like yeah. a new car, and that'll get him. But, but, see, but he, wait a minute, wait a minute. If the account is set up and it doesn't have any restrictions on it, like saying you can't spend money for yourself, 
he can write whatever he wants on it. Is that that's right? What happened. You have uh, to. Yes, that that's how the Natco's case out in Las Vegas got overturned by the Supreme Court. They said she stole all this money. Well, she didn't to begin with, but yes. the Supreme Court said the judge erred in his interpretation, and there were no limits or restrictions on her withdrawing money from that account. She could have spent it all at any time. Because it was a joint account, right? Yes, yes. And there were no restrictions on what she could spend the money on. Right, um, right. And it wasn't her that took the money anyway, as we know. But anyway, um, but this is what I'm saying. You... There, there's things that play into this that somehow mm-hmm. the courts just seem to ignore. It's like, oh, well, it's, it's so unbelievable. It, and, uh, it, it's absolutely, oh, yeah. you know, it's just, I was looking at, remember Guadalupe, uh, what's his last name? Um, Oliveira. Oliveira. Remember him? Yeah. He was a yeah. World War II veteran, or maybe Korean, yep. I forget which war, but he was this hero, you know, and he, he's in court. There's a tape of him. He's in court. He's under the guardianship of Jared Schaefer in Nevada, who everybody knows that guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he is just saying, I don't want to have this man being my guardian. I don't need him. I want to go to California to live with my daughter. And Nordheim, this horrible judge who was responsible yes. for a lot of these cases, I think with April Parks, too, wasn't he? He was yeah. probably involved yep. with her, too. I don't know. But uh, yes. and he said, "Oh well, we're trying to we're trying to do what you want, Mister Oliveira, but we're not sure exactly. Sometimes you say it's one thing, sometimes you say it's another. You know, we're just trying. Oh, it's just so awful. They treated him yeah. like dirt, and that yeah. is the problem: is that people in guardianships are so infantilized. They're made to be. They're treated yeah. like they're six years old or something. You know, you you know, they get a yep. hand slap." If they want to do anything, yeah. it's just, it's just, uh, it's that attitude, yeah. you know, it's that attitude that's so bad. Yeah. So, I don't I, know. I just, I don't know. It, it's just been a, things are getting worse by the day. Um, I think this so. This thing with selling think... bodies. I, yes. Honest to God, it just turns my stomach, Marcia. Isn't uh, to that think just that they're the doing worst? It's unregulated. And seeing you totally can be guardianized and stripped of all, all of your assets, and the federal government can't do anything. And, and it's not regulated, you know? Yeah, not it's regulated. not regulated. What was it it's you said about same we thing. regulate the, the lead? Yeah. yeah, we regulate we heads regulate and lead more than we do real heads. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. what one guy said from yeah. Yeshiva University yeah. or something. He said, it's yeah. just appalling. And the guy who's yeah. talking about uh, doing this uniformly, just like McDonald's, so that you get one body part somewhere and the next one going somewhere else is going to be exactly the same. It's going to be cut the same way. Yeah. It's going to have, you yeah. know? Oh, how nice. Oh. You know, how Isn't nice. it? Yes. The guy actually said yeah. that. He actually said that to a Reuters reporter. I mean, you just oh got to wonder, how how do people get so detached from morality. I mean, I guess it's partly like the from Stanley Milgram. It's like the Stanley yeah. Milgram experiment where they, yeah. you know, if you abdicate responsibility, if you're abdicate, if you're, if responsibility is taken from you, um, then yeah. you'll do just about anything. That's what's so awful. Yeah. You know, 
I just yeah, it just I don't, I, I, I don't get it. I don't know what's happened to us. I don't know if things were always this way and we just didn't know it. I, I just don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. We, as a society, honest to God, I don't know how much lower we can get. I really don't. And, I know uh, it. Do you, the idea do that, you think that April this goes Parks, on. Do you think April Parks feels at all guilty? No, I think she was she a serial killer. Jail? Yeah. And she, no, she's, she's, she's upset that she yeah. got nailed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you couldn't be that wow. and not be a sociopath. Um, yeah, it's that's like really true. keeping all of her urns full of uh, people's ashes in that storage yeah. locker. So only she could. Yeah, and you know, you've got to wonder, they, they should test those to make sure they're not, you yeah. know, sand. Yes. Yeah. You know what but I mean? Like I say, they're trophies. They're trophies. Just yeah, like every yeah. serial killer collects trophies. And this, her yeah, and Rebecca really Furley both, Furley did the same thing. Said she, uh, you know, when you, I heard she had uh, glass shells in her office that were lighted with all these yes. urns sitting on it of people she'd had murdered. Yep. Um, just because you didn't choke them yourself doesn't mean you didn't kill them. Right. And, she uh, signed DNRs they, on you know, most of her uh, yes. wards, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes. So and, uh, Stephen Stryker you know, wasn't the first. No, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, That's uh, right. But she, wow. um, you know, there's people like these two all over the country. Oh, you uh, bet. Up in Minnesota. I, I, that there's yeah. that big fiduciary company up there, and they list all the people mm-hmm. that they've got under guardianship whose property they are availing themselves of as associates. They're not what? captives. They're not hostages. They're not prisoners. They're associates. They're associates? Yes, they are associates. You know, associates. One, one, lawyer, one lawyer about the um, Britney's case said, you know, you, can, you could walk up, you could be an axe murderer, and you could walk into a police station with a head in your hand and say, I did it, and you would get an attorney to represent you, but not so yes. with a guardianship. Right. I mean, that's And they have no right. You have the right to your own counsel. And the idea yeah. that in these guardianship tribunals, they dismiss yeah. your personal attorney and appoint one of their choosing. Unbelievable. What they're doing is, is appointing one who works with that racket running in that, that yeah, tribunal. And, yeah. Yeah. And so you're not I mean, going to get New Mexico, representation. In, in New Mexico, I think they've changed this a little. It's a little better. They're trying. Um, this company who was robbing, they robbed a bunch of uh, wards for um, 11 million bucks, this company. Oh, my God. Um, they just got 47, she, the head of that company just got 47 years. And the judge just oh my God. just came out with this. This is 47 years worth of, this is, this is a warning to anybody who tries to abuse wards anymore, is what she said, sort of. But, you know, oh, they'll wow. continue. But but yeah. then but what was so interesting is that in New Mexico, when the state, after all that five part series came out in the Albuquerque Journal about guardianship, uh-huh. it was just horrifying. And uh, so after that, they had a supreme, state supreme court task force on guardianship, and they had this one guardian there. You know, I listened to all the tapes of it, and yeah. Uh, one guardian, they ask one guardian to come up and speak and talk about how their business works. And so she gets up there and she describes how 
how they, you know, entertain the wards or whatever. I don't know. Just all oh, this please. phony, phony stuff, just phony stuff. Yeah. And one senator I really like who's been trying to change things for years said, well, how do you do your accounting? Oh, we turn in our records every year and we keep good track and we have this and we do that. And, and three weeks later, she was arrested as the person who stole $11 million. They had bought a house, luxury homes up in Taos. Um, they had, you know, bought Mercedes for themselves. They had $11 million. And then there was another company, too, that was caught stealing $6 million named Desert State. So they were, so now they have all these wards, right? And what do we do with the wards? Uh-huh. We've got all these people indicted and you, you held for, they're about to get yeah. convicted. What do we do with these? I don't know, they're maybe... I'd say 150 words at least, maybe 200. And so a third uh-huh. company took over, okay? And I've forgotten their name. Okay. And what they did is they stole another 50,000 from these people. And the way they oh did God. it, yes, that's New Mexico. Do you believe that? And the way they wow. did it was you have to open up an account for each word, I guess. Right. So, and right. it, Wells Fargo will give every account $400 that's opened there. So instead of the $400 for each account going into that person's account, they just lifted it. They just stole it. So it added up to 50 grand. You know, I mean, it's like, it's like trying to uh, plug holes in a dike, trying to fix this thing. (laughs) You know, it really is trying to, you know, the water's coming out. You're trying to, stop all these things and I think it's because whatever isn't forbidden is allowed that's the principle of constitutional yeah. law really and yeah. and that creates well, and you, you know so you know I don't know I think it has well, to start you know, with these right. laws that they they come out with these laws like you say which I consider an insult they're just yeah. absolutely worthless on their face and but the problem is it's just like up in Minnesota last year, they had Bill three seven seven one, and a lot mm-hmm. of people were pushing. Oh, this is a wonderful bill. We wrote it and everything. No, you might have written the original bill, but once that bill is tabled, it can be amended, rewritten, done, thrown up in the air, whistle Dixie, wave the flag, and come back down. It is, bears no resemblance to what you put I've down had originally. That, we've had some, we've had that kind of happen to us taking our visitation bill yes. around. They kind of butcher yep. it, they redo it, and it's just yep. you know you yep. you kind of go away feeling it's worthless. Damn, I mean there's well, some that aren't still, that we've are, done, but yeah, still like Utah well, so is pretty good. Are, Utah, well, we really. need to we need to you you need to support this bill. This is a really good bill. No, I read the bill. You obviously didn't. yeah right. Yeah. I read the final version. You obviously yeah. did not read it. Because I can't yeah. support this. It says right in there that they're going to give two things. The guardian, the right to stash somebody in another state if they want to, so they can yeah. isolate them. And the second thing was it gave them the right, which they're doing anyway, but now they're going to codify it into law. It gave them the right to remove beneficiaries on wills, trusts, and other instruments and replace them of people of their own choosing, even if it was themselves. Because hmm. state laws don't, well, uh, state state law, like in New Mexico, uh, for uh, example, 
in New Mexico, for oh, example, yeah. um, there is a provision that that uh, judges can undo a will, right? If it's undue yeah. influence or something like that. Let's say somebody had Alzheimer's and they signed over a will that was completely different from what they had all their lives. The judge probably should be able to, if they're decent, um, yeah. stop that. And then what happens is the probate court code and it's a uniform probate code that kicks in and that has order of succession. So you can't change uh-huh. that. In other words, yeah, he can undo a will, yeah. but he can't write himself in there. It has to go through yeah. the succession. I think it's the wife first, then the kids, you know, the whole yeah. thing. So it goes, it automatically kicks into that. A lot of people don't get that. They don't, they say, well, oh, you no, know, no. that, that, you know, on these bills, and I keep telling people, quit riding on the title because that's meant to influence you and make you think this is a really good bill. You actually have to read the bill. Yes. And what you find out is that this thing's going to do more damage than good. Yeah, a lot of them and are like that, yeah. I had people saying to me, and one of them another so-called advocate, I'll take mm-hmm. what I can get. Yeah. Well, you got nothing. Yeah. Are you happy with that? Yeah, actually, and the 2017. I'll take what I can get first. Yeah, go ahead. Have you st- have you studied the uniform law, the the 2017 UCOPA yes. Act? What do you yeah. think of it? Not much. It's a backdoor you know, trap. No, I, I can't way? support it. Um, yeah. Well, <clears throat> what it does is it it makes the law uniform across all the states. Now mm-hmm. that's real fine, except number one. It removes states' rights to their own autonomy, okay? And that can work for or against you, but it, well, it dissolves state, states' state rights. Each state, um, when they made it, they, they had representatives from every state looking at it, and they, they would have to, you know, they adapted to every, they tried to adapt to everything they could, and the states can just adopt part of it. You know, if they, yeah. you know, they don't have to adopt the whole thing. Um, only Maine and Washington State have adopted the whole thing. Nobody else has really done a whole yeah. lot. A lot of, a lot of states have adopted parts of it, though. Um, yeah. Which is well, and at the, least you know, supported this decision should be making. A, this should be a clue to you that this thing carries no weight. Because yeah, it if really it did, yeah. you could not yeah. in or opt out of it. Do you see what I'm saying? But yeah. what they were looking for was the back door to, like, where they do this now. They hide people from their family and isolate them. And this will allow them to put them somewhere, you know, in Garfarkel, Egypt, and you never know where they're at. <laughs> and um, even, if, even if you could find out, you probably can't get there. Uh, yeah. But this is, this is to facilitate isolation. There is no other purpose for this. It is to facilitate isolation, the, which, I of course, is prohibited in I think you're referring to the 97, the 1997 Uniform Act, which which does jurisdiction, and it means that when you ship, you know, guardian, the, when you go to another state, the you know the guardianship is, I guess, I'm trying to remember, the guardianship is legit in a different state, something like that. So mm-hmm. you can, it's easy, makes it but, easier to transfer people from state to state. It, but it is, now, it is now, Marcia. It is now. Uh, look at the people who have escaped, more or less, so to say, and yeah. gotten to another state, and they'll find them and bring them back. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They're, oh, yeah. they're still considered yeah. under guardianship. 
Yeah, you and, should be uh, able to escape it. You know, you should be able to get out of yeah, this thing. I'm, I mean, I just can't believe it. Yeah. You know, I was yeah, uh, well, there was should... a case in Florida. It was a and it was a Fox News Channel Four reporter, and he interviewed me. And um, the case was about a guy, older guy. He he had been in guardianship for thirteen years. He had schizophrenia, but he'd been medicated enough that he was. He was he was okay. A lot of people can live with it yeah. to some extent independently. Yeah. But his daughter wanted him mm-hmm. to wanted to be his guardian. She wanted him to be able to uh-huh. age at home. And um, so they right. interview this attorney. This attorney says, "Well, unless the guardianship the guardian has committed, you know, whatever uh, crimes." Yeah. Uh, or malfeasance, you, you, they, they can't fire the guardian. What? You know, you should be able to fire a guardian if you don't like them. Right? I mean, it's crazy. That guardian is entitled now to you for the rest of your life? That's, that, that's what this lawyer seemed to be saying. I couldn't believe it. You know, you would have to prove well, abuse. Just, yeah. Prove it, Bruce. I mean that, Marsha. I don't know how much my headset's messing up. I don't know how much more proof you have to have. Uh, and it's just like you talk to any senator or any representative, and they don't know from nothing, or they claim yeah. they don't. Why they never heard of such a thing? Why nobody told them about it? Well, they can't say that now with this Britney Spears thing going yeah, all over right. the place. Yeah, that's and right. That's right. That's right. Coming that coming right behind that Netflix movie, I care a lot, which yes. absolutely took the country by storm. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, nailed people, it. Yes, yes, it did. The only problem with that movie <laughs> was they made the judge out to be some you know addle-brained, and, and he's anything. And these are not judges oh, of the law in yeah. most cases. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are hearing examples well, from ministerial clerks, but they the are other the person – everything facilitates around them. Without them, nothing happens. They okay, approve, yeah. and move forward on everything. That judge is not yeah. some silly friend. They right. are, the, they are they the engine to the whole thing. Arbiter. Yes, yes, yep. yes, I, yep, I agree. They don't – and, you know, part of it – uh, could be lack of education, but there's something just totally wrong with this decision. Okay, yes. there's 15 minutes and somebody's in this loses all their rights, and they know that. Yeah. How can they not know yeah. what the results of that would be? I don't get it. You know. And well, and see, what I don't understand either. It's like I said, these are not civil or criminal courts. This is not a court of law. So how yeah. can you take someone into this tribunal? And strip them of their right. This is the ultimate in identity theft. I and know. Tried to make yes. people. <laughs> Did somebody get accused? Would understand. You were. Right. Uh, I think Brittany said something like that, didn't she? They've stolen my identity. Know. Oh, you know yes. what? And her father yes. kept saying early on in the thing, "I am Brittany Spears. I yes. am Brittany yes. Spears." I mean, think yep. about that. Think yes. about that. That's well, we had so a case sick. Where one of the, the women was confronting the guardian and said, I want to see my mother. And the guardian said to her, I am your mother now. And this, they are oh. telling you the truth. This, they assume the identity. This is the ultimate identity theft. And it is yes. done right in yes. front of everybody. 
and they it's unbelievable. that guardian now signs as if they were you, presents themselves yes. as if they were you in your place. Mm-hmm. Um, they mm-hmm. transact all business as if they were you. Uh, yep. Yes. And yes, you're not allowed exactly. to transact that same business. You're, you're that right. No. And you know what's really bizarre you're is that you know, the argument is here, here's the argument that has been. I think. I mean, I'm not 100 percent sure because I still find this whole thing somewhat mysterious. You know, I don't really yeah. get all of it. But apparently, the argument is no, you're not stripping somebody of civil rights. What you're doing is you're giving those civil rights to a guardian to protect you and that guardian is exercising your rights on your behalf so i think that's why it hasn't become a civil rights issue because it's been seen that way well and now what's happened is that it's changing it's really changing fast i hope the thing is you you aren't we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases where obviously the guardian isn't protecting anything but the transfer of the Correct. from the victim's account into their own. Correct. So what is your problem? What is it you right. need to know here? Um, yeah, exactly. We see this That's all the right. Time. You know, it's we just, see it all yep. the time. But this whole system oh, I've read set so up many by cases. Bar Association. Yeah. yeah, by the Bar Association. You notice every time one of these bills, and this really makes me mad with these bills because these are do-nothing bills. And mm-hmm. if anybody gets penalized in them, it's going to be family members or somebody in the community who, you know, sneezed wrong and bought a box of Kleenex. And, right. But they won't go after these professional predators. And see, that tells me that this is okay up at the top. This is they. We have been reporting. There have been hundreds of us reporting this to yeah. the federal level. Right. For kids. Many, many advocates that. testifying for yes. years about this. And they have the. Oh, I love. They have the Senate Committee on Aging. It's yes, a non-regulatory right. committee. They get seventy-six thousand dollars per year to sit in that chair twice a year. Oh my! And gosh. they just listen to everybody's wow. gripe, but they're non-regulatory, so they can't do anything. And they might make some rec- recommendations, and they walk away. Yeah, they make recommendations. Yeah, recommendations and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, it's so uh, heartbreaking. And you, we have all these useless committees sucking up money. Um, yeah. You know, you in your state, you'll play hell getting one of your legislators in your state to actually stand up because this is this is part of the. Bar Association's monopoly of the judiciary. Especially and at, that's the exactly state level. at the state level, yes. it's really bad. I'm not sure about the national yeah. level. I think it's kind of like doctors. There are some good ones at the, at the top levels, but then there are also these, you know, they're great plastic surgeons and they're these slime bags down at the lower yeah. level of, of the totem pole. You know, yeah. they're just scumbags. They put cement well, into breasts and stuff, you know. So I think um, I like maybe at the top there, yeah. there's some good ones. I but Marcia, state, the state bars are Court, horrible. But the Supreme Court of the United States has formed its own bar association, and you must pass their bar to practice in front of them, and you must be in good standing in the bar association in your area for at least four years before you can even do that. Wow. See how that works? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they've even taken over our Supreme Court. And um, 
Not that they're much use to us anyway, but uh, yeah, uh, they've long outlived any usefulness. But it oh, just, uh, I don't know aye. this whole thing. Yeah. What do you think? Well, Marcia, what do you I think, think we've it'll take? Talk this out. Okay. Will it take an uprising? Yeah. 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 I think it'll take an uprising. Pretty amazing. It truly do. Yep. Yep. <sighs> All right. Well. Okay. Well, All right. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This was pretty dang good. And uh, please share the link to the show. We'd like to hear your comeback on this, your remarks and everything. And we will be back and be doing another episode of this and following up on it and a few other things Marcia has discovered in the weeks to come. So look for those. And um, in the meantime, lock your doors. Don't talk to anybody you don't know. If anybody shows up your door and says, guess what? You're under guardianship. Knock them out and um, yeah, really. push them out the door <laughs> and lock the door. And uh, yep. But it just, oh, God, we're all in danger, yep. all of us. And it, it isn't just, from some foreign terrorist. It's really sad. No, yeah. It isn't from some really foreign terrorist. But everybody, yep. thank you for tuning in. These shows are brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit. And we will have our panel this year on Zoom on the 29th at noon, and I'll be sending out a notice on that. And uh, so we've got to get that all organized, get it rolling. And so far, we every year we've appeared, we've pretty much led the parade. So good for us. It's been pretty we'll great. Keep trying. It's been really great. Yes. Yep. Okay. And we well, will thanks, talk Marty. all again soon. Thank yep. you, Marsha. Okay. Good night, everyone. You bet. Good night.